This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Kabor. It's Tuesday the 5th of October. In your sport today, the Ashes could be called off. Millions tune in to the NRL Grand Final. Tom Brady breaks a huge record. And it's getting wild in Major League Baseball. This is your sport today. Gabs, it's good to be back. We had the public holiday off yesterday. Are you feeling fresh? Uh, fresh as a daisy or, because I'm from New South Wales, fresh as a waratah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Me too, I guess. Uh, a fair bit has happened since our listeners last heard from us. We'll get to the end of Royal Grand Final in a tick. But late last night, news came through that England will decide by the end of the week if the Ashes Tour will go ahead this summer. Yeah, and this is a story I think all cricket fans in Australia will be following pretty closely this week. So what this boils down to is the quarantine and bubble conditions for the play. Basically, the players don't want to be in a strict bubble and those with families want them to be able to visit. If you go back to last summer, India's players were allowed to be out in public but only under certain conditions like eating outdoors and they had their families come out as well. But given a test match in England was cancelled because members of the Indian team got the virus, Cricket Australia says that the safety of the players is a priority so the series can go ahead. The series is worth about $200 million to Cricket Australia, so there is a lot at stake here, Fez. There is, uh, Gabs, but both England and Australia say the talks have been positive. So what happens next is an England board meeting later this week. If they decide the conditions are good enough for England to send their best team, then the Ashes are on. If not, the Ashes could be called off. This is a big story and we'll be sure to keep you across all the info. Okay, now to the NRL Grand Final. It happened on Sunday night for the first time in Brisbane. The Panthers beat the Rabbitohs in what experts are calling one of the best finals in years. And Gabs, the TV numbers agreed, but the AFL still came out on top. Yeah, they did. The AFL Grand Final had 3.93 million viewers, and that's compared to the NRL Grand Final, which had 3.2 million. Sunday night's NRL Grand Final was the most watched in five years, even though it was two Sydney clubs playing. The AFL, they might have got the win on TV, but the NRL had more fans stream the match. 360,000 people watched on 9 now, compared to the 200,000 on 7 plus for the AFL. Now, these numbers matter when it comes time for the leagues to negotiate new broadcast deals, and there are reports that the NRL is doing that currently with free-to-air networks. Yep, they sure are. The current free-to-air broadcast deal ends next year, Gab, so expect to hear a bit more about that in the coming months. Uh, so that's the NRL season wrapped up. Penrith, the Premier's Nathan Cleary was the Clive Churchill medalist as the best player in the grand final. Today's trivia question, Gabs, name the other Penrith Panthers player to win the Clive Churchill medal. There's only one. Can you give our listeners a clue? Based on his jersey number, I reckon he was on cloud nine. Oh, good clue, that one, I reckon. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. So with the footy seasons done, it's time for the summer sports. That means cricket, football and tennis. And a big tennis event is, of course, the Australian Open. And it's looking like all players will need to be fully vaccinated to come out and play. 
Yeah, and this is a big deal, Sam, because only roughly half of the elite men's and women's tennis players are currently vaccinated. The top three men's players, that's Novak Djokovic, Daniel Medvedev, and Stefanos Tsitsipas, they haven't confirmed if they've been jabbed, and top 10 women's players, Elena Svitolina and Irina Sabalenka, are the same. On Friday, Victoria Premier Dan Andrews, he said that all authorised workers in Victoria had to be fully vaxxed by the last week of November, and that includes includes professional athletes. Andrews also said that from his chats with Prime Minister Scott Morrison that it's going to be hard to even get into Australia for any unvaccinated visitors. Yeah, so if you're not jabbed, maybe some of the biggest names in tennis won't come down to Australia this summer. The Prime Minister, he said on Friday, international travel will return for fully vaxxed Aussies in November. The Australian Open starts in just about four months, so expect to hear plenty more on this in the coming weeks. NFL fans will know all about Tom Brady and his return to New England yesterday for the first time as a visiting player. Well, Brady led the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to a 19-17 win, but the big story was that he passed Drew Brees for the NFL record for the most passing yards by a quarterback. It's a lot of yards, Gabs. It's plenty, Fez, and this came nearly 20 years to the day since he made his NFL debut for the Patriots, so it was a pretty good homecoming for Brady. Breeze, he retired last season with the record at 80,358 yards, and Brady moved past him in the first quarter yesterday with a 28-yard completion to Mike Evans. There were wild celebrations when Breeze broke the record a few years ago in front of his home fans in New Orleans, but Brady didn't quite get the same love from the Patriots fans, and that's even though he won six Super Bowls with them. Yeah, the fans cheered in before the match, but when it was game time, there was absolutely no love <laughs> for Brady. Uh, with Monday's win, Brady joins Breeze as one of four players to have beaten all 32 NFL teams. Let's stick with American sports because the playoffs are about to start in a major league baseball. Six teams have already qualified, but the other two will have to get there through a one-off wild card game. Gabs, I think you've been called a wildcard before, haven't you? Uh, no, I think you're thinking of Uno, which for some people is just as serious as baseball. Yes. So you mentioned the MLB playoffs, and the way it works is baseball is split into the American League, and then you've got the National League. They both have three divisions, and the winners of those divisions go straight through to the playoffs. The two teams with the next best records after 162 games, they then play each other once with the winner moving on. And Fez... The American League East, they sure put the wild in wildcard yesterday. The Yankees and Red Sox both needed to win to make it, which they did. But geez, there was a fair bit of drama. Yeah, the Yankees beat the Tampa Bay Rays 1-0 in the final inning, while the Red Sox came back from 5-1 down to beat Washington. These two teams don't like each other, Gabs, and they play each other on Wednesday morning our time in the National League. The Cardinals take on the Dodgers. That game is on Thursday. Both matches are on ESPN. The men's domestic cricket season has been stop-start so far because of COVID, but it's set to resume on Thursday in Adelaide. The Tassie Tigers will play the Queensland Bulls in the Sheffield Shield, but Gabs, it hasn't been a great start for the Queenslanders in South Australia because some of their gear has been stolen. Look, if anyone is listening in Adelaide and they see somebody with a couple of brand new grey nickels bats, then they could belong to Queensland wicketkeeper Jimmy Pearson. What's happened here, Fez, is 
Queensland's team van got broken into and the thieves stole some of the kit which belonged to Pearson. He put a pic of the break-in on Instagram saying he was the unlucky one. Now, hopefully he had a few spare bats or he might have to borrow one from one of his teammates. If this happened to me, it probably wouldn't have been an issue because I really didn't get much use out of my bats when I was a kid. Yeah, I'm with you there, Gabs. <laughs> uh, the match starts on Thursday at Karen Rolton Oval. Cricket Australia has confirmed the next three Shield matches. They'll be in Adelaide and Perth, but there's still no news on when New South Wales and Victoria will play their first matches. There's a link in the episode notes for the dates and times of the confirmed games. All right, it's time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye or what's coming up. And Gabs, it's trade period in the AFL. It started yesterday and it runs for 10 days. Uh, The experts aren't expecting any big moves, but you never know. So we'll keep an eye out for you just in case. We sure will, and Fez, there's a big game in the NFL today with the LA Chargers hosting the Las Vegas Raiders. If the Raiders win, they'll join the Arizona Cardinals as the only unbeaten teams after four games. That game is from 11.20 on ESPN. I'll be tuning in, Gabs. Uh, the answer to today's trivia question, who's the only other Panther besides Nathan Cleary to win the Clive Churchill medal? This person was on cloud nine back in 2003. <laughs> it was Luke Prittis, Gabs. Remember that game? Certainly do in the wet. Yep, the Panthers got the win. They actually won the comp in 1991, but Bradley Clyde from the Raiders won the Club Churchill medal on that day. All right, that's it for us today. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you again tomorrow.